Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Triple F Podcast. This is episode 304 of the show, and today's episode, I'm talking about three things that I like. This is going to be, hopefully, if I remember, a new series on the podcast where every month I am going to come on and talk about three things that I'm liking this month uh, that are have to do with health, fitness, nutrition, and that kind of thing. Uh, this is something that I hope will help you guys because maybe there's some new ideas here that you're not sure about or maybe there are products you're not aware of. Uh, it's just going to be a little segment that I actually made from the beginning. So when I first made the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast and the early episodes, I don't even know if these are on iTunes because I recorded like five, six episodes and deleted all of them because they, I just didn't like them and started recording over again. Uh, but I had a segment called Stuff Jordan Loves or something like that, and um, I guess this is kind of that segment, only put into a whole episode, um, because I want to not do it every episode, I just want to do one episode about it, just personal preference. But that's what today's show is, is I'm talking about some things that I like in health and fitness, some things that might help you, some things that are helping me. Hope you guys enjoy it. Let's get started. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. Hey everybody, it's Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. This is episode number 304 of the show, and today's episode, like I explained in the intro, is something a little bit different. I'm not talking about a specific topic today, instead I'm talking about things that I love. So, when I first made the podcast back in the early episodes, even the ones before iTunes, uh, before the ones that are on iTunes... I made a segment in the podcast that was called Stuff Jordan Loves, and I wanted to talk about uh, some different things that that I was finding useful in fitness and some things that were helping me along my journey. That segment I decided to leave out of the episodes going forward, but I kind of wanted to make a comeback on it and talk about at least once a month some things that I am liking and that are helping me. And I think this is going to be a good list. It's not necessarily going to be products. I'm not pitching any products. Instead, what it's going to be is more of a concept thing, some things that I'm trying out, maybe some maybe some products here and there that really are helping me, uh, and you can kind of do research on those on your own. But this is all anecdotal. This is just stuff that I'm really noticing to be beneficial for my own health and fitness journey. So I'm going to get into number one. This episode might be a bit shorter because uh, it is just a list of things that I like, but... Uh, product number one or thing number one I'm going to talk about are blue blocking glasses. I think I'm late to the game on this because um, they're really popular right now. Right? There's a lot of different companies producing these. You can get blue blocking lenses at pretty much any eyeglass store. If you're getting normal glasses, you can add some blue blocking technology to them for not very not very much more but I talked about staying active at work and on the office right and my adjustment to more of an office type job and how I was struggling with that in some different ways one of those ways is the screen time is absurdly higher than it used to be for me right I would in college of course do papers and things like that where I'd be on the computer for a while 
watch TV, even play video games here and there, that kind of thing. But uh, never have I sat and looked at a computer for a long, long period of time. And even when you're writing a paper, you're looking at papers and books to the side of you. You're looking around the library or your apartment or your dorm room. You are getting more, um, you're getting some change of pace on your eyes. A lot different than when you're editing videos at an at a desk, right? And you're looking at a monitor actually intently because you are looking at the actual video concentrating, staring at that screen. Um, I actually... I actually wasn't noticing any headaches from it. It wasn't really something I was struggling with, but I decided to give the blue blocking glasses a try. And I, since I didn't go into it with getting headaches like some people do, I also cannot say they have prevented headaches. But what I have noticed is I feel a little bit more energetic later in the day. And I don't think this is just placebo. I think this is actually because of the wear and tear in your eyes from the blue light from the monitors. Um, and these glasses, I feel like I have more energy when I wear them come four or five o'clock, like with only a couple hours left of work. I'm finding more energy with the glasses on, and then also I'm sleeping better at night. So I've been trying to wear them also at night if I watch TV, and I've been noticing not necessarily falling asleep any faster or anything like that because I'm someone that can just hit the pillow and zonk out immediately, but I have noticed almost a deeper sleep, waking up feeling a little bit more rested, and waking up feeling just not groggy and the eyes feeling fresh. I don't know if that makes sense because maybe the opposite of that isn't something you guys normally feel, but it has been amazing. And I am turning into quite the fan of blue blocking glasses. I don't wear them every single day and I don't wear them all day for sure. I actually wear them only um, once in a while, probably maybe three, four days a week. And maybe even less than that in the evening and I probably should do it more because I definitely notice a benefit but overall on average just trying to decrease uh, the strain on my eyes and that's just a personal choice but it's something that I love that's number one all right and number two is kind of a silly one this might not be a revolutionary thing for you guys but Number two is going to be Greek yogurt, and this is something that I have eaten for a long time. One of my favorite protein sources. Uh, I don't need to get into how important protein is for the body, but the truth is, to be totally transparent and honest with you, I'm not really a protein guy. I'm not one that craves protein or really loves protein a whole lot unless it has a lot of carbs with it. Um, I would much rather have more carbs than more protein. So I'm, you know, trying to skate by on just enough protein, you could say, and I'm not getting a lot of protein. Sometimes it's a struggle for me in the sense that I just don't really want it. I know what foods to eat to get it. I know what I have to do and I know how, but it's not something that I would naturally tend towards, right? To eat really high protein. Um, and Greek yogurt has been the saving grace of that. I have a really big appetite and Greek yogurt is very filling, has a lot of protein. I'll eat a whole container, the big containers of them, which is four cups of Greek yogurt. That'll be about 100 grams of protein, uh, roughly around the same amount of carbs, maybe a little bit less. But what I've been doing to save on the carbs is getting plain Greek yogurt, which tastes pretty sour but I've been mixing sugar-free, fat-free pudding mix into it, specifically pistachio, 
or butterscotch. Been mixing that into the plain Greek yogurt, kind of making my own flavor out of it, but almost making just like a sugar-free flavor. So it's been just a strategy I've been using uh, to get protein in, honestly. And I even did some math for you guys. So I hope you guys appreciate this. I ran the prices. This is comparing a plain or vanilla Greek yogurt from Sam's Club. So that's about the cheapest container of yogurt you can get as far as I know. Not on sale or anything, just the standard price from Sam's. And this is compared to a five pound jug of protein powder, right? Just whey protein, standard brand. I think I did Optimum Nutrition, five pounds, uh, normal from Amazon. So I was comparing the most standard prices together, no sales or specials or Black Friday deals or anything like that. You can get protein powder much cheaper. So the difference was, you know, that's around $55 for the protein powder, five pounds of it. And I did it by, I calculated it by grams of protein. So how much money are you spending per gram of protein or how much money do you need from yogurt to get the same amount of protein as you would from the five pound jug of whey? That was what I was wanting to find out. And it ended up being only $8 more to get all the same protein from yogurt. Plus with the protein powder, a lot of those protein powders have fat and uh, the yogurt doesn't. So that would be a plus, but the yogurt will sometimes have more carbs if you're getting a flavored one. So all in all, it comes out to be pretty cheap source of protein and about almost the same price as whey protein when it comes down to it. Now, protein shakes can be a little easier to drink. They can be a little easier to take on the go. Yogurt is maybe harder for some people to take, but I personally don't really enjoy protein powder that much. And it sometimes messes with my digestion. It's something that I just think typically doesn't taste awesome uh, and... It's something that I do use. I have it sitting in my cupboard and I have the five pound jug, but it takes me a long time to go through a five pound jug, like a couple months probably, because I just don't use it very often. I'll have maybe a few scoops a week um, and that's about it. But I use yogurt a lot, almost every day. And yogurt is turning into my favorite protein source. Even last night I put in a whole container of strawberry Greek yogurt into my ice cream maker, my Cuisinart ice cream maker left it there for 15 minutes just churning and it turned into really good soft serve ice cream strawberry flavored and you know that's right there 100 grams of protein in that and fantastic tasting so i recommend giving that a try um if you struggle to hit protein you feel like you're not getting enough you don't really like protein powders you're not a big meat person uh, and you prefer carbs try greek yogurt it will be a game changer for you All right, and my next item, my last item for this month is going to be self-propelled treadmills. And I'm not really a big cardio guy either, and this is something that's making cardio more enjoyable for me. Uh, so I've been trying to include cardio in my training, even though my goal is muscle building right now. And I talked about that in the episode a couple weeks ago. It's something about called like Do Your Cardio Bro or something like that. You can go look that one up. Good episode. I think it's important for everybody. But trying to keep the cardio up for the health benefits for the heart to stay conditioned so I can hang, right, when playing sports or carrying groceries in or anything like that, playing with my dog, things like that, right, that you don't want to be all weighed down and out of shape if your goal is muscle gain. It's easy to have, to have that happen. 
been wanting to include the cardio and then also for the sneaky benefit of being able to eat more for better workouts in the weight room because you're burning more calories through the cardio. But you have to balance cardio very, very well uh, with recovery, right? Because you don't want to do so much that your legs can't recover or your arms, depending on what kind of cardio you're doing. And I like to usually just do a lot of walking, but then also do maybe one jog a week and one sprint session a week, if not just two sprint sessions and axe the jogging. Um, so actually my dog is on a small diet plan right now and we've been trying to jog her a little bit to get her in better shape as well. Uh, but the sprint treadmill is, I guess a self-propelled treadmill and it's great for sprinting. So one week I went out to a football field on a weekend and did some sprints there in the grass and that was fine, right? The negative of it was some uneven terrain because it was a middle school football field wasn't very great and you know cause for some kind of sketchy footing issues um i guess the other negatives would be that it's 100 degrees here in texas and it's the middle of august and that's not the greatest thing to be out i mean i was sweating like crazy so hot right and didn't bring water with me for some stupid reason Went to my gym where I do my weight training if I'm not in the home gym and saw they had these self-propelled treadmills which are curve-shaped, right? If you see the curved treadmills, that's what they are, is that they're self-propelled and they're more, they cause you to run by striking the ball of your foot instead of the heel, which is more natural and that's the way to sprint. So I started doing sprints on those and I've been loving it. I feel like I actually recover better uh, with those sprints and I think that's just because it gets my heart rate up a lot but it's kind of almost an artificial surface you're not pounding on the ground and I actually think I move my upper body a little less so I noticed a little bit of shoulder soreness a little bit of oblique soreness the first sprint session I did since I moved over to the curved treadmills the self-propelled ones I haven't had any kind of soreness in my upper body I think that's a mix of getting used to the sprinting but also not moving my upper body as much to propel because I'm almost limited by the speed of the treadmill. But it can go fast, and it's really great for doing sprints because you can slow down immediately, whereas a normal treadmill, you either have to jump off the treadmill to the sides, as you probably know if you try to do sprints on them, or you have to decrease the sprint really slowly. It takes probably five seconds to slow down, and then your times get all out of whack. So I really have been enjoying this sprint treadmill. I'm excited to go use it. I can see myself owning one someday uh, at a home gym or something like that because it's such a good way to get cardio in, fast cardio sprints, which I think are super beneficial, get the heart rate up. Uh, it's more a natural way of running. You're not striking your heel. You're not, uh, you're, it's easier on your knees than outside, I feel like, uh, but it's still a pretty natural running motion. I feel like it carries over really well and it's it's great. I've been loving it. I mean, that's kind of the end of the story there, but I think that's a good option for people who want to do the high intensity stuff, but don't really necessarily want to go to a track or football field or do anything crazy like that. Uh, but those trying to treadmills, look for those in your gym or another gym. If you're looking for a new gym, maybe even look at them online if you want to scoop one for your house, but fantastic for sprinting and for high intensity cardio. And I'm just a fan of cardio in general lately, but my stuff I like right now is that treadmill. All right, and that's everything for today, guys. The three things that I'm liking in fitness and health and nutrition, got Greek yogurt, got self-propelled treadmills, and got blue blocking glasses, a little bit of a balance of everything there. 
Give those things a try. Let me know some things you're liking on Instagram at StoltzFit, S-T-O-L-Z-F-I-T. You can always interact with me there. Thank you for joining me for another episode. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.